Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, February 11th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Amsterdam has overtaken London as Europe's top share trading center. Jay Powell stresses patience with current U.S. monetary policy as he tries to stamp out concerns about inflation. And the World Health Organization recommends the use of the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Plus, the EU is giving a massive amount of funds to Italy as it recovers from the coronavirus. But that money doesn't come without a ton of scrutiny. We'll take a look at what's at stake. I'm Mark Filipino. Here's the news you need to start your day. Thanks to Brexit, Amsterdam has unseated London from its historic position as Europe's top share trading center. Numbers from January show an average of 9.2 billion euros worth of shares a day were traded on the Euronext Amsterdam exchange and the Dutch arms of CBOE Europe in turquoise. That's up fourfold from December. Trading volumes in London fell sharply to 8.6 billion euros. Businesses have shifted from London to Amsterdam because of a ban on EU-based financial institutions trading in the UK. Brussels has not recognized British exchanges and trading venues as having the same supervisory status as its own. Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell spoke to the Economic Club of New York yesterday. He stressed the importance of patiently accommodative monetary policy that embraces the lessons of the past. Powell said last month's U.S. employment data showed a greater shortfall than the worst of the Great Recession's aftermath. He said policymakers would still have plenty of work to do in order to close that gap. While emphasizing the number of people out of work, Powell shrugged off fears about inflation. Some economists and officials see inflation as a risk of the current loose monetary policy, as well as massive spending from a stimulus plan being hammered out in Washington. Powell said as an economic recovery picks up speed, price increases were likely to be transient and unlikely to affect monetary policy. The World Health Organization yesterday recommended the Oxford-AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine for all adults worldwide. The WHO also recommended extending the time between the first and second dose. Some countries, such as France and Sweden, have restricted the jab to younger adults. They say there's not enough trial data for the elderly. But the WHO stressed that not all nations have a choice of which vaccine to use. The FT's Donato Paolo Mancini explained to me why this recommendation is so important. It is particularly crucial in this instance because it's part of a two-step process that we expect to culminate as early as Monday in which the WHO will basically rubber stamp this vaccine for it to be delivered through its own access program, which is called COVAX. Lots of lower-income countries and lower-middle-income countries have banged hard on this vaccine and on COVAX to emerge from the pandemic. So ultimately, we're talking about a highly portable vaccine, a cheap vaccine that appears to be safe and efficacious that has been marred by a bunch of setbacks, probably because it's it's a highly atypical partnership that we're talking about here. We're talking about a university teaming up with a huge pharmaceuticals company that has no experience in vaccines. But I think ultimately we'll be pleased with the final outcome. That's the FT's Donato Paolo Mancini. Italy is moving ahead with an ambitious plan to relaunch its economy. It was already stagnating even without the crushing blow of the pandemic. Now it's got help a 200 billion euro boost from the European Union's recovery fund. 
The FT's Brussels bureau chief, Sam Fleming, joins me now to talk about what's at stake for Italy and the EU. Hi, Sam. Hi there. Sam, this is a lot of money for Italy. The country also sees a possible savior in Mario Draghi, the well-respected former president of the European Central Bank. He's been tapped to form Italy's next government, and there's hope he'll be the one to push through difficult reforms to revive Italy's economy. What exactly are they hoping Draghi will do here? It's too early to say exactly what his reform program will look like because he needs to uh, attain office first. However, there are certainly long-standing issues other member states or the commission would like dealt with. One of the big questions for Italy is its ability to absorb uh, the money that it's getting from the European Union and spend it wisely. This is a, a long-standing issue with Italy. There are huge bureaucratic hurdles when it comes to spending EU money, uh, projects can take an awful long time, to put it politely, and are not always the best projects in terms of uh, the outcomes that are achieved. So one of the areas which we do expect the Commission to really be pushing, in both the case of Italy and Spain, is for them to enact administrative reforms which remove some of the bottlenecks, uh, which slow down the the flow of money to projects and uh, ensure that there are really good controls to ensure that money is well spent. So, Sam, there's a huge amount at stake here, not just for Italy, but, you know, also for the EU and its recovery fund. These are big hopes for the fund, right? The hope for um, you know, true believers in the recovery fund project uh, is that over the longer term, this could form, if it's successful, a more permanent feature of the European landscape. Now, as things stand, it's supposed to be explicitly a temporary facility to deal with the aftermath of covid and northern member states are pretty emphatic in insisting this is a temporary uh, idea. However, there are certainly people within the commission and uh, member states who would like to see this become more more permanent, uh, kind of almost like a step towards a fiscal capacity uh, for the European Union itself. But if that's the sort of ambition you're setting for this thing, you really want it to be successful. And success means the money proves to be well spent, economies recover briskly. Uh, There are reforms to improve some of the vulnerabilities in those economies and make them less uh, vulnerable to future economic shocks. So how are they going to do that? And, you know, what kind of scrutiny will they have on this massive pot of funds they're giving to Italy, as well as other countries who need it? You know, you you mentioned Spain earlier. Yes, uh, there will be plenty of scrutiny. And that was part of the deal, as you say. The the Frugal Four, Netherlands especially, were very insistent that uh, with large amounts of EU money backed by their taxpayers uh, come responsibilities. And those responsibilities are in the form of uh, checks and controls to make sure the money spent on what member states say they're going to spend it on, but also reforms, administrative reforms, economic reforms to go alongside this. Uh, Many of these reforms, long-standing, requests by the European Commission that member states have with varying to varying degrees either ignored or, or, or partially implemented. So reforms plus investment is the idea. And finally, a word from Bumble, the dating app famous for only allowing women to make the first move in heterosexual matches. What's it worth? $8.2 billion. That's the company's market cap based on a share price of $43 and the total number of shares outstanding. Bumble's parent company, Bumble Inc., priced shares yesterday for its upcoming IPO. 43 was higher than expected, and the company also increased the number of shares it sold. That's a sign of how much desire there is for emerging tech companies. 
Bumble Inc. also owns the Europe-focused dating app Badu. The lead underwriters on Bumble's offering were Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.